Hello and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast where we give powers to a name. We have survived the British summer. We have congealed into uh, human forms because that's our superpower is to survive all weather conditions. No matter how dull they are. <laughs> that's not just like a human thing as well. I know humans have been doing that for like 10,000 years, but it, like it's, it's especially important for us uh, British people. Because through the power of moaning, we can get through it all. So I'm here, of course, with Jade and Josh, here to build a superhero from scratch, from whatever dregs we can uh, pull out of the vast pit that is the internet. So how are we all doing? How are we all doing? Yeah, all right. It's not as hot now, so I'm just feeling mild. That's how, you know, that's my optimum feeling, mild. Just a a good mild feeling. Yes. How about you, Josh? My brain isn't sweating, so I like to think that the creative juices will be optimum. <laughs> the right kind of juices coming out of your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrific brain sweat. <laughs> That's your superpower, just being able to uh, perspire from the brain. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. So, let's crack on, because um, that image is horrific. Josh, <laughs> mm-hmm. have you read any comics this week that might inspire... Uh, the creation of a superhero or inform any of its characteristics it might do um i feel as though i had to read it after mentioning it last episode Mm. um so this week i have been reading um curse of shazam yay or should i say hold on i want want to do a version where i'm going to say shazam and now in post editing i'm going to quickly add in an echo (laughs) (laughs) um I thought you were going to like say Shazam and then suddenly a boy version of you was just going to be like, hey guys, So uh, this week I've been reading Curse of Shazam by Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, Brad Anderson, uh, writer, artist, colorist. uh, (laughs) That was abrupt. Nick Napolitano and Desi Sienti on uh, letters. Mm -hmm. There we go. So Curse of Shazam was DC's way of trying to um, reboot captain marvel for their new 52 thing in like 2012 um yeah curse of shazam ran in like the back pages of a justice league comic for like i think about six weeks just like a couple of little pages here and there would just turn up Hmm. um but it's basically retelling the origin of now named shazam for marvel related reasons i think Mm -hmm. so it's all about billy batson who is an orphan who moves in with his new foster family and just as he does this he is after one crazy train ride, is bestowed the powers of uh, Shazam, which gives him. Oh, it's the. the <laughs> I can't remember. Hold on, let me check. Because Shazam stands for something, and it's like the strength of Hercules. It does. Yeah. Oh my. Yes, it does. Shit. Let me check. <laughs> it's actually a pretty neat acronym, if I remember right. Yeah, it's really good. I did not remember it being an acronym. I just thought it was a cool word. Shazam. <laughs> if you're going to shout something as you transform, Shazam's pretty good. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah, Shazam mm. actually stands for something. It is uh, S for the Wisdom of Solomon, uh, which gives him like super knowledge. Uh, H is mm-hmm. for the Strength of Hercules, um, which Strength. kind of speaks for itself. Uh, a is for the Stamina of Atlas. We have okay. uh, Z for the Power of Zeus, which gives him lightning, lightning. stuff. Uh, a is for the Courage of Achilles. And, oh. and M is for the Speed of Mercury. There you go. Okay. See? It's Electric Superman. Yeah. It's, it, ma- magic Superman, I think, is a bit more in line with it. Um, hmm. But yeah, uh, so Billy gets his powers, and uh, when he starts off, he's only a teenager, says the word Shazam, transforms into a big, buff guy. 
Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, this is effectively his origin story where uh, where he first meets his soon-to-be arch-nemesis, uh, Black Adam, um, who's kind of like basically just, as with a lot of superheroes, is just the evil version of Shazam. Mm. And Dr. Savannah, who's a, he's a scientist who gets kind of cursed with magic, and the more magic he uses, the more kind of sickly and frail he starts looking. Mm. So yeah, that's, that is Shazam. It's really cool. Um, it's quite an interesting take on it. Um, most previous kind of Cap- Captain Marvel Shazam stuff has had Billy being a bit more of a kind of a boy, boy scout kind of thing. Whilst in this, yeah. he starts off as being a bit of a shit. Mm. And then it just turns out, actually, no, he's kind of good-hearted. He just has a brash way of saying it. Yeah, I, I liked that when I read this one, because Josh was kind enough to learn this to me. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I just liked Billy and, and the other kids in the house. Like, they had a really nice kind of relationship and banter. Like, real kids. Yeah, mm. and it was nice that when they first... It's kind of spoilers. When they first get their powers... Like, they start, like, saving bank robberies. And what do they kind of ask for? They just get some, like, soda and some crisps. Yeah. And that's, like, there. <laughs> or, like, they just get some, like, burgers. That kind of stuff. Mm. This this comic is the sole reason why I'm excited for the Shazam film. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah, it probably is yeah, worth same. saying that the Shazam movie uh, takes a lot of stuff from um, from what we've seen of, like, the one trailer. It does seem to be taking a lot of stuff from this one comic. and It feels very it. true to just to that comic. In mm. Yeah, there's been a couple of screenshots that we've been like, yes, this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it has a really good uh, bit at the end that you need to read all the way through to see. Anyway, Jade. Yes. What have you been reading oh. to inform superheroes, yada, yada, yada? Hmm. Well, I haven't been reading about superheroes specifically, um, but I have been reading about, you know, a young, ambitious person. So that's that's close mm. to being a hero. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've been reading a webcomic called Charity Case by Malakandrax, a.k.a. Lindsay McSeveny. Um, So this is, uh, it's not been going for too long. Um, There's been sort of a preview comic of what the story is going to be like later, which was like a a tantalizing taste. And then the the proper webcomic started sort of back from the beginning, which I thought was an interesting format to go with. Um, Mm. It's about a young, broke musician named Julian who's lonely and ambitious and life is basically kicking him in the butt. Um, So the comic starts with him working in um, like a garden centre and then he gets a call from a friend who's like, yeah, we we got this gig, Uh, are you in? And even though he's on shift, he's just like, fuck it, I I gotta go, you know, it's it's for my career. Um, And, you know, it kind of goes how you'd expect. Um, if you skive off work, it's going to kick you on in the butt. Mm. So the comic overall is eventually going to be about his found family with like polyamorous romance and his developing career as a musician. Um, so what really makes this comic stand out is you know how queer it is, um, how nicely designed it is as well. The colours we haven't talked about colours much lately. We have oh, colour talk time. Then we talk about some colours because oh, this comic has some gorgeous colours. Um, the palettes are really limited, just where they need to be. Like when when you read it overall, it feels like there's a lot of you know, like there's a lot of colour being used. But when you actually kind of assess it scene by scene, it's it's broken down into some nice limited palettes which work really well. Like. Right from the start, the the garden center scenes had some gorgeous lighting, and I was just kind of staring at them for a while, like, wow, you know, <laughs> those kind of pages where you just don't want to flip past them because you're just like, this is a work of art. This isn't a comic page. Like, 
a throwaway thing. I say that as a comic artist. (laughs) (laughs) You know, not every page is going to be a masterpiece, but some of these are masterpieces. Mm. So, yeah, that's Charity Case. Charity Case. Thank you, Jade. Um, Hopefully, we will be saving charities and, you know, being charitous in our superhero deeds. Charitous? Do you mean charitable? That's the charitous. It's actually in there in the thesaurus if you it's look close Actually, enough. no, Charitus is the name of one of the other heroes that Shazam <laughs> gets his powers from. <laughs> With the, the power of... Um... Impeccable spelling. <laughs> Dean, anyway. what have you been reading? Well, I've also been reading something a little bit more musical as well. Oh. I'm, we managed to find this in a secondhand comic store in Toronto, which... For a start, they don't have secondhand books in England, which is a crime against everything. So you mean they don't um, have secondhand comics? Yeah, specifically that, I guess. They definitely, um, definitely have secondhand yeah. books. Do, do they? Yes. Yes. Well, I haven't been outside in a long time. So <laughs> Tell us about this case. secondhand book. So I've anyway, I've been reading the brand new run of Josie and the Pussycats by Marguerite Bennett, Cameron Diordio, and Aubrey Mark. And... It's I've I've been enjoying it. I've, it's been fun. Um, I think we all know Josie and the Pussycats uh, by now. If you don't, nineties pop girl band. Uh, there there was a film uh, like twenty years ago. Um, <laughs> there was the cartoon series. Basically, Josie built up a band to achieve her dreams of becoming a music star, alongside the practical thinking Melody and the airheaded Valerie. And I do like Valerie. She's she's pretty pretty funny. Um, but this new New series brings it all into the 21st century. The comic itself, there's a lot of like uh, modern day references. There's a lot of references. There's a lot of fourth wall leaning humor. Uh, it's it's self aware as you might might like to put it in, but it's all it's it's just very bubbly, you know. And it didn't quite gel with me because I'm a old grumpy dude who uh, makes a dumb podcast on the internet. But I I know like. Just equivocally, that is this is a very good comic. Just not my flavor, you know. Hmm. Does it have the same sort of flavor to it as the old cartoon? Because I loved the Josie and the Pussycats cartoon. Um, it's funny because in the first, like the second issue, I think after the band immediately gets together and immediately goes on top because that's all set up within one issue. They just blast for it to get to the fun, which is where where you want to be on Josie and the Pussycats. This, this isn't exactly a. You know, shown in manga where you take 20 mm. issues. To... Anyway, uh, they immediately uh, point out that like, oh, are we actually going to play music or are we going to get sidelined into a B plot where we have <laughs> to do something outside of our expertise and uh, learn a lesson at the end of it after taking on these villains? And then immediately afterwards, they get sidelined and they have to take on these villains in a, <laughs> a drag race and they learn a lesson at the end. So, yes, there's... There's not a huge amount of music being played, but there is a huge amount of fun to be had. And, you know, all, all the characters are very bubbly. They're all very um, relatable, I think. Naturally, Josie herself falls a little bit being the leader type. But there's a little, there's some nuggets there, especially with uh, um, her rival, Alexandra, who's a, just a colossal douche through the whole comic. But there's a little bit of character building there as well. So, yeah, check it out if you're like an Archie, Archie fan or if you're... If you have distant memories of enjoying one of the past outings of Josie, yeah, t- take a look. The art's like super fun and uh, cartoony as well. Again, calling back to those older, uh, old style illustrations and cartoons. Yeah, check it out. I'm glad I bought it in that Canadian bookstore. 
I'm the only place it. in the world where you can buy secondhand books. Yes. Oh, we, everyone just needs to take a just a pilgrimage there every once in a while just to stock up, just like we did. Mm-hmm. So we got musicians and wizards, basically. Mm-hmm. You could say these are almost like forces of nature. Because, mm-hmm. as you know, being British people, there's been a bit of a, a, a heat wave going on, um, as predicted by David Attenborough in 2007, <laughs> where he was like, hey, guess what? Global warming's going to warm up the planet. And nah. we were all like, it's going to be fine. We're going to have nice summers. It's not been a nice summer. It's been a hot, terrible summer. Is this somehow related to the generator then this week? So this is the natural disaster name Because oh. it's been a natural disaster outside. Yes. In every sense of the word, I think. But do you want me to let you in on a little Dean secret? I guess. Ooh, game real. Just, just let's get real for a second. I kind of, kind of hate superheroes that have weather powers. What? I kind of hate that. I don't mind like casting ice beams from your body or whatnot. You, you know, know like I can throw zone. I can see what you mean with this because I was watching X Men Two the other day and it bothered me how a mutation in Storm caused her to suddenly just be able to control the weather. Yeah. Yeah, right? It's That's so it's, odd. it's harder to explain, for sure. Like, being able... If you can shoot ice beams or fire or an element, that's you generating it. But actually manipulating the weather is harder to explain, I guess. Like, does, like, pressure get released from your body that manipulates, like, air current? How, how does it work? How does it work? Well, that's why oh. I kind of think Weather Wizard is better or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weather Wizard with his little yeah, yeah. wand. He's got wand, you know. Who's Weather Wizard? Who's it's that? It, he's part of my boy's crew. It's a Flash villain, Dean. Yeah. Oh. So the natural <laughs> disaster name generator. Uh, just on my initial tests, I've had such names as the 50-minute uh, cyclone. Uh, the weak <laughs> wildfire is going to be quite good. <laughs> the double flood. I kind Ooh. of... <laughs> <laughs> you thought one was bad. Um, have another... So- this this is the kind of these are the cards in our deck of natural disasters potential superhero names. Hmm. So I'm just gonna I'm kind of sad that we're not gonna be getting fifty minute cyclone. That could have been quite funny. Double flood though. Mm. Um. So uh, someone give me a number between one and ten. Oh, numbers again. Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't we can't do the living tornado because we made. Oh, a we've living already tornado. done that. <laughs> uh, Josh, give me another number. Four. Uh. We can't do the almighty heat wave because we're living it. <laughs> Why not? Do you want to do the almighty heat wave? I mean, we should. We Have we done a pyro... Pyro... Uh, uh, Abbey, bisexual Abbey. Mm, we haven't fully explored a pyro type. No. And it doesn't even have to be a pyro type. But it doesn't. What, well, what Jay, was the name? What was the name? The almighty heat wave. Almighty heat wave. Hmm. So we're going to personify the summer of 2018 into a superhero. I think we should. <laughs> we Never back we down from to. a challenge. And I just got to reiterate, this wasn't planned. Mm. We don't plan this kind of crap. <laughs> well, you know that because we were out on tackling the same thing again, which is Living Tornado. We didn't plan that either. Like some, some conspiracy theory guys just think his plans all the way down. But... Who? Who? <laughs> who are these conspiracy theorists who care about our little podcast? Just... There's, there's one or two. I think Dean is the conspiracy theorist thinking <laughs> that there are conspiracy theorists planning His about plans our plans all the way down. All the way down. They, they've accounted for every corner. Sure. Well, every swerve. we aren't doing that. Put it that way. Let's, let's do the almighty heat wave. 
Let's turn this terrible weather into a good superhero. Yes. How? Hmm. <laughs> Not to <laughs> be obvious about things. Okay, well, it doesn't have to be um, a pyromaniac type that can shoot flames like Abby. It could be something more... Well, like exuding heat. Well, hmm. yeah, there's like, you know, what if it's a microwave type power? That's like invisibly hmm. fucking killing people with heat. Jesus. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, listen, heat wave can relate to like heat, can relate to like the word hot. Maybe they're just a very attractive person. There's that. So, it could also so attractive. be uh, illusionist type, you know, like heat waves. Ooh, like create, like, huh? Oh, like a oh, mirage. Oh, yeah, mirage. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. See? See, once you open the the uh, the box on this, a there lot of go. things fall out. And don't forget, it's almighty as well. So they're 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 powerful. They're at the top of their game. Um, they are the the best heat wave. Or they were. Or they were. Hmm. Oh, I just want to point out that in this um in this list, actually, no, I'm not going to tell you just in case we need a yeah yeah don't a few, a few extra names. But rest hmm. assured, they're quite nice. They're quite good. Okay, so so this this character is hot in terms of beauty. Or maybe they use yeah, a mirage well, to make. Mm, no, I don't like that. No, you don't want them to create a beautiful mirage around themselves. No, because then it starts doing like what? Yeah. What, what is beauty? Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> oh, like that. Either. I don't, don't want to start going down that slope. No. Um, hey, mm? everyone's beautiful. Thank you, Dean. That's that's way. a baseless statement, Dean. Oh, oh, just me trying to raise like the self, you no, know, self confidence of people. No, I mean, beauty is subjective. Okay, so maybe they're a classical Greek individual <laughs> who um, is a sculptor, but they use their sculptor, their their beautiful sculptures, to fight crime, oh. and the heat wave element is them melting down various materials in order to create these sculptures. Hmm. I mean, that's very different from a typical approach to heatwave powers. Ooh. Ooh, what if what if they have control over like a hot element such as um like maybe magma or fire, but then they can create these um constructs from that, these very beautiful constructs. It's all about beauty and hotness. What, and um, that's how they fight. Crime. How about whilst they're um Okay, so I'm just going to throw out a quick case study. Um, it's going to be post-bank robbery, because obviously it's got to have something to do with a bank, because we always love those. Um, mm-hmm. So, getaway car, going down the track, a heat wave pops on, and starts heating up the road. And then oh. the road starts warping and stuff, and whilst mm. the getaway car kind of crashes, heat wave makes a um, sculpture out of the warped road. Out of the tarmac. Hmm. Yeah, so it could be like how they use their powers and whatever's kind of left, they'll make something out of it. Have you, on topic, but have you ever been out in like a heat wave and tried walking on the road and gotten stuck to it? Uncomfortably so, yes. It's, Just like when you're literally peeling it up and you're like... It's kind of pathetic, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. But like the smell of hot tarmac as well is just like overwhelming. So we're thinking that they use their heat to manipulate materials around them? Yeah, that's a... See, that's a good creative power, Jay. I don't, I don't like them just like shooting flames out of their hands. I, I prefer. Oh no, it's it going to be more like, of a exuding heat type thing. Yeah, exuding heat because that's that's way more threatening. You know, like mm. only being able to see it when you actually start to see 
the heat waves in the air. My mind's eye is conjuring the idea that the superhero wouldn't just like wave their hands and stuff would happen. They'd have to like touch the surface of the thing they're trying to manipulate. I want to uh, belay that because mm. um, I'm just picturing another scenario that our hero could potentially be slightly ambiguous with their goodness. Um, mm. Not not that they're a bad person, but they will go to lengths, perhaps more extreme than other heroes, to get you know answers or to intimidate villains and whatnot. And I'm just picturing them kind of stood above someone they're interrogating and not moving, like just their arms folded. And yeah, perhaps you're right. Perhaps like something has to touch the ground or whatever they're manipulating, but it doesn't have to be their hands. Mm. So I'm just picturing this this interviewee, shall we call them, sort of tied to a chair or something, and they just start sweating. And it's, <laughs> it's only mild at first, and, and then, then they try and loosen their collar, and they, and they can't, and, and the sweat's starting to get them to stick to the chair, and, and suddenly they're getting a headache, and, and the room starts spinning, and... Oh suddenly, our hero is yeah, and suddenly the hero is just sort of warping a little bit in front of them because they they just can't quite see straight, and and sweat's getting in their eyes, and the room is oh. warping, and oh god, it's oh they're getting heat stroke, oh no, and they just start confessing everything to make it stop. I think that's the most graphic scene we've had in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so like yeah, their feet have to touch like the floor, I guess, to make the floor hot so that it makes the room heat up. Could they yeah, always but... be walking barefoot then? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> mm. Yes. Maybe when they're overexerting their powers, they can leave like burnt little footprints as well. Mm. Mm. Or maybe they've kind of got like, I always remember the shoes that Toph had in the last airbender that didn't oh, have yeah. any soles on them. Yeah, I was like thinking covered. like gladiator sandals or something with no bottom. Mm. I think you're thinking Scrooge McDuck's shoes <laughs> that <laughs> just have like, a top bit and no They actually like, did soles. that in the cartoon. He bought some new shoes and was like, and a pair of scissors and just cuts <laughs> cuts them so that they can be like anklets. <laughs> so he's um, sorry. I was thinking of Scrooge. Uh, <laughs> they're they're rocking a pair of McDucks. Yep. Mc, I, I wonder if their the bottom like the soles of their feet could actually have burn scars. Because perhaps when they first developed their powers, they couldn't quite control it. And so hmm. they weren't well, able to like control the heat around their actual feet so that they didn't pump, burn themselves. Pump the brakes. Pump okay. the brakes, Arson. Right. Because um, fire or heat-based superheroes, uh, it's dangerous territory because it's very easy to like sort of jank up their looks and scar them and but, burn them and stuff. Yeah, but I didn't go for the classic face scar. Well, I'm, j- I'm just... Forewarning. I just went for soles of their feet. I've always found it interesting that most heroes who are involved in that never tend to be. Like, you think mm. about it like Bakugo in My Hero is mm. constantly using explosions, using like mm. dynamite in his hands. Yeah. He's perfectly fine. Yeah. Todoroki's up fire, perfectly fine. Yeah, but that wasn't his scar came from his dad. Yeah, but that's the thing, they always seem to get scarred by other people. Like Zuko yeah. in Last Airbender again. That's a good point. Yeah. So, I in fact, more... I'm being counteractive to the typical thing, <laughs> Dean. You're being snippy. It's just his feet. Cre- Let me have this. Listen, the creative process is a back and forth, and I've just given you the fourth to my back. Okay. Okay. I, I don't I, know what that means, but okay. I gave you that victory, basically. I'm just trying to make it more 
of a deemed victory than it was previously. I'll give you that, you ass. Let's move on. <laughs> anyway, so, so they got... we, we mentioned with that interview scene. Yes. Th- does that mean that their power can maybe? Does their power always work gradually? Hmm. Well, that's the way heat works. Usually, hmm. like unless you're working with an active flame, like picture. I'm picturing it like gas versus electric stove. Mm. Um, so electric stoves, you have to wait a bit for the element to heat up mm. because it's gradual. Whereas with direct flames, things can just you know heat up like that very fast. Mm. So if we're working with a hero that is more about like heat itself than flames, mm. I guess it would be gradual. I'd I'd like that because that feels yeah. like a good weakness. It's like a cool little like time aspect to everything because yeah. like with the like mm. say with the getaway for the bank robbery. Yeah, they could be putting their feet against the ground, and they're just waiting for like the road to kind of warp to the way that they need it. Sorry, I just pictured that Flintstone style that they <laughs> shoved their feet through the bottom of the car, <laughs> just like <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> I can't do the sound effect that they did where they ran with the car. I can't do it. You know what? the one I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what this kind of limitation means as well is. When they enter a scene, mm. they have to prepare like the battle arena, essentially. Yeah. So they'd have to heat up a part of it um, to a certain point where um, they can push it just that little bit extra to react, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, so they're, I'd say they're quite an intelligent hero. Like They're fast mm. thinking, it's just that their powers don't activate as fast. So it's all the more necessary for them to be able to think on their feet. They're scarred feet. <laughs> <laughs> then let's let's get personal. Let's um, let's sculpt this individual, uh, not just the because we've got the powers down pretty good, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, well, so well, who is the hold, Almighty Heatwave? Hold on, hold on. Um, I just want to know. We've talked about how they like interrogate someone. We've talked about how they escape a scene. We haven't actually talked about how they fight villains. Are they just gonna like do? sort of heat strokes so like heat up a room till it's unbearable and then manipulate some objects near them so that they can capture them with the melted object like can we talk about that a little bit more and then we'll talk about their personality it'd be quite interesting to see like if someone shot them like Mm. would they try and like get the air so hot they could melt a bullet is that could that be a thing now let's talk about physics we don't very often but let's talk about physics i don't think it would be that i think it would be they'd be a bit more reckless like if they really really couldn't avoid a bullet and they got shot perhaps they'd immediately cauterize the wound Ooh, i guess um it'd be oh ow um, so they'd have like lots of these kind of you can just picture like if you have paint on your thumb and you just like wipe it across your body a little mm. imagine lots Ooh. of those kind of marks all over their body where this does br- bring just... up a thing go on is their power wait is it still only feet based because otherwise they're gonna have to like put their f- they have to be very bendy and put their feet against like <laughs> a bullet wound oh no 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 i didn't say sorry i must have confused there i just meant i didn't want it to just be their hands okay no, that's, yeah. that's cool so just, like, just want their to confirm feet that can... <laughs> yeah yeah i just meant they have to have body contact they could fucking heat something up with like the barest tip of their elbow if they wanted to you know just sizzling some eggs on their ass <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're just like a full-on, like, um, uh, a hot stove. Yeah. Mm. Just like a very large hot stove. That's what they can I just meant. Like, they can just lay out on a floor, and then you can just crack an egg on their back and yeah. put some bacon <laughs> rashes mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. 
like in that little groove you could put some sausages in and let the uh, the grease <laughs> so the bank robbery yeah. scene, um so it mean like their basic tactic for everything is to heat a room up to an unbearable level i would assume that they are impervious to heat stroke oh, yes yeah that would be necessary <laughs> otherwise they're constantly like applying like factor 2000 yeah <laughs> just they have like a water bottle that just mm. constantly chugging from like one of those hats mm. um, with like <laughs> water bottles on each side. Mm. Um, but in terms of the getting shot, I think they're smart enough to avoid it. I think it's going to be quite an Wait, interesting... Wait, is, is that how easy it is? It's not that easy, Dean. <laughs> Bang. I'm saying they're no. not impervious. Like all they have, it, like we've had lots of heroes that have multiple powers. Let's just mm. focus on them having this heat-based power. So yeah. they're not fast. They're not strong they're just intelligent and can hmm. apply heat in clever ways no. hmm. like i i agree with that i'm just saying i'm just saying that there's many ways to put off a shooter sure for example like you can create some flames and like distract they um like can't, well i suppose if you heat something to a point would it be better it to say they've created a mirage of themselves Ooh, yeah. well yes, kind I of like that. um if say they're standing in front of a desk, like the front desk of a bank or something, mm-hmm. you could set that desk on fire with its wood uh, and create some flames. Sure. Because um, you can heat it up to the wood's flash point. Yeah, yeah. If it's plastic, you mm-hmm. could heat it up to manipulate it mm-hmm. and create like a shield. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's metal, do the same thing. Yeah, I like, compu- I like the idea of them having like several um, approaches to like using molten objects. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what's going to be really visual about this superhero. Mm. I think I've got something else. Mm. They're going to work in a bank. Ooh. They're, they're going to be one of the bank tellers. Okay. And I just, because I just had this kind of brief thought that, you know, someone's going to come in with armed robbery asking for money and Almighty Heatwave's going to try and talk them down, but only to, like, um, delay stuff so they mm. can get uh, to the, the so air hot enough. heating up, yeah. It's like, oh my God, it's so hot. Take off my balaclava. and like the the other bank tellers are constantly like every other week they're like we need new air conditioning in here like it's unbearable Mm. (laughs) yeah can we just get like a a water cooler like right behind (laughs) us like just that convenience there can be some really cool like little visual flares like the uh, water cooler could start like boiling yes very nice yeah 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 um i was gonna say another diversion or like way of impeding villains trying to rob the bank as well could be like you know there's a those obnoxious types that they don't want the the typical money they want the gold bars right mm, just, the bullion yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, imagine them just being like right this way and they are just very chipper and like the villains are just like they're being oddly helpful but then they're like try and grab it if you can and it's just like a puddle <laughs> of gold <laughs> But then you can manipulate that guard to create chains around their hands and feet. Skadoosh. Ooh. Cool. But I feel like you're both avoiding my question of who is all my Oh, yes. Sorry, sorry. We were getting too caught up in how fun it is to use heat as power. <laughs> the, That's the why there's so good. many fucking fire and heat heroes out there, I mm. guess. Yeah. The, the, the power's very good. I'll give you that. So they're a bank teller. We've already started something on their alter ego. Mm. Are they hot-tempered, or are we going with mild-mannered? Well, I think from what we've been saying about these situations, to not avoid Dean's uh, initial question, mm. by the sound of it, they're, they're quite playful with their power. Yeah. They they would be quite... What? Okay. What if... Could they, they ironically asked... be quite chill? <laughs> I think so. 
I think what we could do with this hero is have them be stuck in the bank. And in fact, they're actually quite a creative individual. Okay. And they take these opportunities when the place is being robbed, maybe a little uh, irresponsibly, to be creative and sort of um, express themselves a little bit via their powers. Oh, of course, of course. Let's go back to what you said at the beginning. They want to be a sculptor, but there's not much Mm. work that they can find. So they are forced to stay at the stable job at the bank. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, mm-hmm. oh, that's a weakness as well. Sometimes they get so caught up in the aesthetic that it, you know, hampers them in fighting crime that they're, they're just like, oh, no, th- there should just be a little little more detail on this chain and the criminal just bursts out of it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no, you should have hardened it again. The They could also be like an experimental sculptor. So mm-hmm. maybe they're trying different materials because yes. they physically can. Mm. Um, and maybe, like you said, they're just stuck in this uh, bank job because it's all they can do. Yeah. It's all the qualifications they have. But they're, in fact, they're quite quite well-read and they're quite artistically inclined. Mm. And they're just a generally generally a, a good, good person. Mm-hmm. I like In that. a bad situation. Yeah. Hmm. What about villains? Wait, well. that's it? That's it? That's all we're going to say about their personality? <laughs> Is that what you've been trying to push us for? let's talk about how they get on with their co-workers it's like you mentioned it could be a cool thing that the water heater like bubbles up sometimes mm. around them to boiling point like mm. do they ever like struggle like, it, it's tough being stuck in a job that you don't want to do like, oh, yeah. do they do they not get on with their boss do they sometimes playfully use their heat manipulation powers to say you know fuck with the air conditioning and manipulate their co-workers i don't know Mm. talk about that a little now that that's traveling dangerously into mischief oh sorry yeah you know they're good they're good people Mm -hmm. and maybe they realize that um i know when i've been in a job that i've not really liked that um the people around you generally are good individuals Mm -hmm. um but high level bosses and whatnot tend to maybe take advantage of that or try and downplay it in order to gain more uh, efficiency and work out of them. Okay, I've just thought of a small bit. I was listening, oh. but I was also thinking of this hilarious bit. Mm-hmm. Because they keep upgrading the air conditioning, um, have you ever worked in one of those offices where there's like the older, yes. usually an older woman who has to have it like the fucking Arctic? Um, oh, yes. Th- the opposite, they, they just turn it off. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Well, either way, I was thinking of a situation where Coffee and tea goes cold very quickly, but <laughs> our hero's coffee never goes cold. <laughs> and they very keep mundane. explaining it away. They're just like, oh, yeah, I bought this nifty mug, you know. So it's called cool thermosis. Yeah. Tw- 20 hours guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just constantly walking around with a hot drink. Every drink is a hot drink with them. Yeah, yeah. Frappuccino. Yeah. Hot margarita. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just like one of those flaming drinks is just constantly on fire. <laughs> hmm. Well, um, dur- during winter, they're going to be quite a popular person. Yeah. Just just because they seem to just enam... What's the word? Emanate? Enama? Emanate, yeah. E- they just emanate this glow, this kind of nice. warmth. Mm. And everyone's always kind of like, oh, how do you stay... Like Everyone comes in early in the morning with their like scarves, their big parkers, their woolly hats on. Ooh. And then in, in comes almighty heat wave with just t-shirt yeah i was gonna say though working at a bank you have to dress very formally you can't <laughs> just walk around in bare feet that's true so they definitely have to have those formal 
uh, Scrooge McDuck anklets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just means they all have to like blast through their souls like every time they want to fight crime. <laughs> just, like, so they quick. they have really cheap those those shoes that look fancy but are actually like mass produced cheap mm. plasticky mm. rubbery things that melt very quickly. Ugh. It's like Primark's best. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, you wanted to talk about villains. What kind well, of villains c- can we throw out this? Uh, uh, says the guy with the generator. Yeah, give us, give us. Rev it up. G- give us number six. Uh, number six is the persistent tsunami. <laughs> oh. hmm. Easy, too easy. Evaporate just, the water. Yeah, I was gonna say just boil it until it evaporates. Yeah. There oh, you go. sort cool. of. <laughs> Thank you, Dean. Uh, give me another one. Um, ten. The intended tornado. Boring. Man, like this generator is very hit and miss. Yeah. Um, mm. Although the intended tornado makes me think of. Ooh, ooh, no, no, hold wait. On, Jade. Mm. What about the midsummer blizzard? Okay, but let me tell you about the intended tornado. It's not a tornado. It's someone that blows in like a tornado, wooing people, and you know, just <laughs> sweeping people up in. An abrupt marriage because they're their oh, intended. Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah. clever. Yeah. Well, maybe okay. Maybe we can work with the intended tornado. Oh, and they could maybe. Um, oh no, Jay, you've done it. I have. So they're making all of these uh, proposals mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. wealthy people. Yeah, yeah. So mm. they're gonna um, every so often, almighty heat waves, just gonna see them coming in with like a new spouse. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to get like all this money and stuff. And that's this is their love of... interest. This is their actual love interest. Can we can we is do it? that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you have have th- you ever been in th- love with someone who goes through like a hundred different partners and you're just like, but me, I'm right here. <laughs> have you ever been in love with a dickhead? <laughs> is all I hear? <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a story for another time, I think. Um, <laughs> I kind of like this, actually. Uh, maybe Intended Tornado has like these like charisma powers like Mm. people are just like naturally drawn to them and they're aware of this so they can use it to um, almost like a con artist sort of get into spaces and manipulate people into a way uh, in a way that they hand over their valuable secrets or money or other things basically they cause devastation wherever they go (laughs) they cause Ah, (laughs) like a tornado yeah it's funny the name is fitting, so, but not in an obvious way. So they keep sweeping into the bank, you know, with this new new lover every time. And uh, how how are we going to spin this as a... I, I mean, like, manipulating the shit out of people so that you can get their money is a villainous trait. But mm. it's not something you fight with them over. Well, maybe... Um, yeah, we need, we need... Oh, oh, no, I got it. I got it. Um, it's... Their, their con is to, you know, marry someone, get access to their vault, and then sweep in to steal it. Mm. Oh, see, that's better. I like there, that. There you go. That's something you can fight. And naturally, when this is discovered, Tornado can manipulate and, like, uh, order around people. So they have, like, a, a crime-fighting force that can fight Heatwave directly. Um, you know, sol- I don't want to say soldiers, but, but like, hide goons. How about um, that their power, if if they have, you know, a specific power aside from being very charismatic, is that they mm-hmm. can not not force, because that's very dangerous territory, mm-hmm. but they can, they are very convincing at getting people to say yes. They have That's, that's why they get persuade. so many, you know, marriage proposals and whatnot that 
that work. Mm. I think so. Like, um, so they, like I said, they have advantage on persuasion. Yes, basically. to to speak in D and D terms. Um, <laughs> so this this villain, you know, keeps sweeping in with the new the new love, and they have like different different outfit every time. Um, you know, different disguise basically, and they make a big Ooh. show of. Oh, go on. But maybe one day that's this is how um, Heatwave finds out is because it has become so hot in the bank that maybe like they're. I don't know, like some sort of prosthetic falls off their face. Oh, I like that. And then yeah. it just suddenly, oh God. <laughs> it's like they're put on like a prosthetic nose to so make look make make them look a bit different. Yeah. And then it falls off, and it's like, oh, weren't you in here the other day? Yeah. Maybe w- it could have been like a then? string of cons, and they don't realize it's the same person. They're just like, God, mm. that, why is everyone doing this same thing lately? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, I'm picturing that this is sort of a feud that goes on for a while, perhaps. Yeah, and like it's kind of comedic that the bank keeps allowing the same shit to happen, but you know they've they've got heatwave on their side, so it never actually works. Um, but perhaps later on, um, they figure out heatwave's powers. This villain, oh. and so they come in with a new disguise that is heat resistant, so they <laughs> won't get heat stroke. They won't. They won't melt. Just in one of those giant like tin foil suits with like little visor on the front. Well, the not counter. quite that extreme. Something they can hide behind a regular looking outfit. But you know, this this could be a really cool final fight where um, Heatwave has to not use heat to win, but rather suck all the heat out of the room, say the big vault where all the gold is, mm. and turn it into basically a fridge, which Heatwave is not impervious to. Heatwave is impervious to heat, but not lack of heat. Oh, I was going to say they're going to have to use their smarts for once. Well, that is smart, is it not? Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, your your suit is impervious to my heat. Fine. I'll just fucking nick all the heat, turn this mm. into a fridge. Your suit cannot protect you from that. However, I'm not protect, protected either, so that it can be this Wait, really cool is, standoff. Is all my heat wave, like, removing all the heat? Well, I was going to do- say, I realized that they'd have to be able to do this earlier on when you said... They can then manipulate the melted gold into chains. How can they do that if it just stays molten? They have to be able to then take the heat back out of a thing in order for it mm-hmm. to harden. Well, it's it's more like letting it naturally cool down than removing heat. You wouldn't be able to get... That's going to take ages. Yeah, you. that's not possible. So you have to have a heat absorption power somehow. I don't like this lawyering of my previous statements. Well, though. sorry, you <laughs> just got lawyered. That's I, no, my power. I didn't, I didn't though. Fine, maybe I did. All right, how about we take a vote? Who votes for my idea? Wait, what was what's the alternative? <laughs> uh, Dean's stupid dum dum idea. Oh, of just time, just leaving it. Yes. Mm. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> also, I like how you're like. Let's take it to a vote when there's one other person. <laughs> yeah, because I know I'll win. Fine. Give me a one-minute villain with the name that is the uh, Swift Hailstorm. Who's that in one minute? They don't like work of... with ice, it's glass. Like a halo okay. glass. Okay. Ooh, like you know when glass smashes really finely mm-hmm. and it looks like like those little hails. Like yeah. I think that's You like... mean like cinema glass that's like yeah. when a window smashes and it becomes oh, what, little um, bubbles. Sh- oh, sugar glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. See that could be quite interesting because then if they can sort of manipulate glass, um, sort of almost like Avatar the last airbender mm. style. Got then... a lot of references this week. I know. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, well, it's pretty bad, actually. Um, but if they can do that, then um, you can't really 
heat those up because no. one, they're not touching the floor, and two, if you did, there'd just be molten glass flying at you. And yeah, ooh, that's dangerous. And also, really mm. bad considering um, the bank that they work in is very fancy. You know, it'd have a lovely glass roof and. Oh, and like a chandelier. Oh, well. chandelier, very nice. Yes. Mm. So, how do you think like the confrontation between them would go, listeners? Tell us oh, at no. BBR underscore podcast um, because we have just run out of time, unfortunately. So, uh, thank you very much for listening to us create a uh, Flintstones esque <laughs> uh, heat dude. <laughs> there was one <laughs> reference. <laughs> it, it's it's a very sticky reference that i just it's not gonna leave my mind just okay you know like when steve rogers runs out of the bank in the first avengers film it's, it's yeah. gonna be like that yeah yeah anyway if you would like to support our uh, humble little podcast then all you can do is you can leave us a review on your preferred podcasting platform i think we tend to use itunes most um mm. and whatever user handle if you don't have a user handle then just mention it in the review and then we'll be able to use that mm-hmm. and we'll stick it through a name generator um, and actually one that, once again, uses names. Mm. See, we're saving yeah. them all for when we get uh, a name. I've got, I've got one in my pocket. Um, nice. And yeah, you'll have an entire episode to yourself. Indeed. In the meantime, there is our Twitter, I briefly mentioned, at BBR underscore podcast. Give that a follow. And not only will you get the latest BBRP news, but you will also uh, be able to see our recommendations in, I say in person, but like in the flesh see what they actually look like and how they read, and we'll give a little bit more information about them because comics is a visual medium and talking about them just doesn't do them the justice mm-hmm. that, that we'd like. And on the following Monday, after the episode's released, we will be posting up a special illustration of the hero we just created, Almighty Heatwave, by our delightful Jade Sarson. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to drawing this very hot chap? I mean, they will look very smart because they work in a bank. So. <laughs> also, we didn't discuss costumes. So, yeah, they're going to be wearing their bank teller get up. They're going to be wearing a little, as little as possible, I think, <laughs> in their hero outfit. Just, just with their Scrooge McDuck anklets. Yes. It's the hot new look, I guarantee. Do they, do they ever go swimming in like a money bin and you know <laughs> me- melt all the gold so that they can swim in it like a pool? No, but oh I was God. thinking about when they'd first go to a beach and they'd step on sand, and it might end up turning into glass. Oh! See, a, a beach fight would be a very interesting setting yeah. that we cannot discuss because the episode's over. You have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I'm Dean the Sweaty Boy McKnight. I'm Jade. Why do we always got to cut off the good episodes too soon, Sarson? <laughs> and I'm Josh. This episode actually made me sweat a bit. I'm going to go take a shower right now because yeah. whew, oh, uh, see you guys Bye. in the next episode. Bye.